There's power in a drumbeat on a hill above the sea. Power in the voice of a supporter. But it all amounts to nothing. Together we don't sing. Welcome to the Loyal Locals Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Dyer. Uh, back after a week absence um, from the show, uh, let me bring on our producer, John Cross. John, how are you doing today? Uh, I am doing as well as I can be today. Since, yeah. Uh, uh, we, so go ahead. <laughs> both John and I, uh, we both found out that the pandemic is still happening, apparently, <laughs> Uh, when we both uh, came down with COVID last week, uh, I was shocked because um, having not uh, ever had COVID before, um, I was operating under this uh, uh, false assumption that I was immune to the uh, the novel coronavirus because uh, when my family had it, my son and my wife, I did not get sick in, in the house. Uh, so I was just like, well, there you go. I'm, I'm that guy. Like I'm that guy, you know? <laughs> uh, well, I am uh, not that guy. <laughs> uh, and John, uh, I hear you too are, are not that guy. I am not that guy. I am actually still testing positive <clears throat> and in isolation here in my studio. <laughs> so I am still working my way through it. Also my first time. And wondered in the back of my mind, with all my teaching and everything else and being around people, if uh, I might possibly be one of those special people. Although I do wear a mask frequently, as most people know. Um, but I got it, and I got it bad. I don't know how bad it was for you, but it was it was pretty bad for me those first few days. Yeah, it wasn't uh, it wasn't fun. Um... <clears throat> Although, I mean, obviously, I, I, I wasn't on a ventilator or anything like that that was happening a couple of years ago. Um, but, yeah, not 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 fun. Uh, definitely weird. Uh, I think having it this time made me realize that whatever illnesses I've had over the last two years that I thought, well, is it? It was definitely not it. Like, I was like, okay, this is it. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is what it is. This is for sure. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, well, yeah, uh, you know, um, it's we're going to keep going on. Um, we do have a, a third guest host who will be joining us uh, shortly. Um, we will interrupt. And I, I, I think he might be ready. I think we can go ahead and bring him on here. Well, let's end the drama and suspense. Kevin, are you are you there? I'm hoping technology likes me a little more right now. Yeah, you appear to be. Your yeah, real you pilot. sound good. Is he frozen again, or is he just oh, we is he just holding still? Right as, as soon as I said that. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> well, we do have a lot of stuff to get to, and normally I know uh, we do this in the intro. Um, a lot of things have happened over the last couple of weeks. Um, none of them good. We will uh, recap um, what you've lost, what we've lost, and how we've lost. Um, <laughs> As you may 
or may not be aware, your San Diego Loyal have not won a game in over a month. The team has tied three games in a row before losing on Saturday. They've not won since May 20th in Miami, a game that we were at the uh, watch party at Elsmith for. And even going back before that uh, Miami game, uh, our current run of form, uh, John and I did some sleuthing and some investigating. Uh, we can trace it all the way back to the April 29th loss at home to El Paso. Um, we beat OC on the road. We lost to Rio Grande Valley at home May 13th. Um, then there was that Miami win. And then uh, that was the last time we put three points on the board. <laughs> um, Charlie Adams came back in the game, did not make much of a difference. Um, any signs of positivity that we may see from this side um, have been dashed against the rocks. So, John. Yes. Is the season over? <laughs> well, we are at the midpoint uh, of the season here. I think, I don't know if it's this game. I think we're coming up to match day f- 17. Is that right? Yeah. So this will be the halfway point after we finish the game this week. Um, is it over? No. But we are in a precarious position from being up towards the top of the table early on in the season and having some some convincing games and feeling confident. Uh, we are now, if you look at the table, just a, a couple points above the playoff line right now. I mean, get a couple results not go our way, and we're, we're below that playoff line we pretty fast. We jumped into the deep end with our cement shoes on, and yeah. we are plummeting to the bottom of the Western Conference in the USL, um, a team that started the season with aspirations of... Uh, Uh, you know, championship game, you know, conference championship. And they are going to be fighting for a playoff spot if things don't turn around uh, drastically and and soon. Um, Yeah, it's difficult to even like pinpoint um, exactly what's wrong because you do see signs of possibility still in the team. You see, I think we saw in Pittsburgh, some uh, good connections. Um, some positive play, some, you know, at, at times the, the passing, uh, was quick and sharp and, uh, they transitioned the ball from the back to the attacking third, uh, very convincingly and very authoritatively. Uh, but when you get there, you know, if the finishing isn't there, you know, and then your back line isn't there, you have, uh, Koke uh, wearing ice skates um, at the edge <laughs> of the box. Um, you have uh, defenders missing assignments or not marking or, or ball watching. Um, and I think at the end of the match, uh, we were tied and a bad, stupid foul at the edge of the box. Uh, There's going to be a free kick. And uh, I remember writing in Discord, I was like, it's go- it's going in. We all know that, right? Like, it's going in. <laughs> and I think I think we all knew that that ball was going in. It, they were going to score. And and so when the ball did go in and they scored and went ahead, um, I, I wasn't even mad because, like, 
I, I, I felt like I was right. Like nothing makes me happier than being right. And um, so I was right and I was <laughs> happy about it. We are joined again by Kevin Joseph. Kevin, how are you doing? Oh, we're jinxing him. No, no. Uh, apparently, this is just not going to happen tonight. Yeah, it's, it's all of those torrents he's got running in the background. He's uh, <laughs> he's downloading the new Flash movie because he likes it. Kevin was just telling me uh, before we came on how much he enjoys Ezra Miller as an actor. Um, <laughs> huge fan, huge Ezra, Ezra Miller guy. Uh, really supports him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and see um, if, he, if, if this wasn't true he would be rebutting me but he's not so um, I feel like this <laughs> I, I don't even know <laughs> <laughs> we were just talking about uh, the performance on Saturday did you catch the game Kevin I did not I was actually at the he was at the flash um, like we were talking about before the game he went to see <laughs> Uh, his favorite actor, Ezra Miller, uh, perform as as the Flash in uh, a big DC fanboy. Uh, not going to miss uh, a DC movie, a chance to see a DC movie in the theaters. Uh, very superior to Marvel. Um, Kevin, you were just telling us about uh, seeing the Flash <laughs> on Saturday instead of uh, watching the Loyal match. I don't know if this is going to work tonight. <laughs> I'm just going to keep talking about him being an Ezra Miller guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there he yeah, is. Yeah. Uh, let's see how long this lasts. About five seconds, I'm guessing. <laughs> let's try it. Yeah, you seem to be uh, all good right now. Cool. Cool. So where were we? Uh, the Flash. The game. Oh, the game. <laughs> yes. I, I mean, I haven't seen The Flash, so uh, I am of no help there. Uh, <laughs> the game. No, I didn't get a chance to watch it. I was at the Wave game on Saturday night. Uh, it was a rough night for any team I followed. Uh, there were four of them, and all of them either drew disappointingly or lost even more disappointingly. Well, um, and yeah, it was very disappointing when Ezra Miller uh, allegedly kidnapped those girls and assaulted them. Okay, um, <clears throat> we can move on to the uh, what are we going to do about uh, about this run of form? How how do we turn it around, John? What is lacking? What are we needing? Uh, winning. <laughs> We, we, I don't know. In the last game, I felt like we lost our composure towards the end. It was one of the few times where I felt at the end of the match, I didn't feel as confident as I did in other matches. It just, players looked off. Like, I'm not sure what it was. And like you said, in the beginning of the match, I thought we, I mean, Pittsburgh is a good team. And I thought we played them very well, especially playing them in their place. And I was feeling very confident that this game, especially early on with the Perez goal, um, I was thinking that this could be a good outcome. But it, uh, as the game wore on and we kept kind of giving Pittsburgh the opportunity to hang in there in the game and then just made some silly mistakes. 
stakes. And really, we, we have played tough teams through here. And, and frankly, we haven't done as well as, uh, you know, if we want to be Western Conference champions, we haven't done as well as we need to be against these teams. We're now coming up against the run of teams who are more mid-table instead of top of table. So this will be another test for us to see. I mean, where, we're mid-table. We? We're mid-table. That's, right. that's my point is like, we are, are we a mid-table team. I mean, we are. You know, or right are now. we below a mid-table team, <laughs> right? Well, so, I mean, we're coming up against these, uh, these teams uh, that are mid-table and below. This pattern holds. Um, but, you know, in a way, it's kind of more fun when your teams are bad because um, you have all of these things to talk about and nitpick. You know, when they're winning, all we're doing is talking about, you know, how we're never going to lose. Well, that's what I do. Um, we're going <laughs> to lose a game again, um, championship. This gives us some real meat to gnaw on. Um, <clears throat> for me, uh, it seems like our problems begin and end with the back line. I don't know what it is. I don't know if, uh, if the guys are having trouble recovering on, on the counterattack. I don't know if the communication between the center backs isn't where it needs to be. Um, I, I don't know. But I do know from watching these games that, most of these goals that are scored against us are there because of defensive mistakes. It's not necessarily uh, world-beating play uh, by the opposite strikers. You know, it is t capitalizing on mistakes our defenders make, either with positioning or with effort. Right, and I guess the if you do the glass half full for that means those are things that can be corrected, hopefully, in the long run, right? And And you tighten that stuff up and keep doing your things you're doing well and maybe maybe we do uh, you know in years past middle of the summer is usually when we got hot and got on a solid run and then we kind of falter towards the end of the year so maybe this is our faltering and we're going to get hot in the second half of the season and carry that through to the playoffs you know yeah but like by now like i really i feel like last year um i feel like we had like that lineup like we knew what our strongest lineup was and right now, I don't know what our strongest lineup is. Um, Perez played great, and and God bless him. At least somebody is taking some shots. I know uh, several of them were well above the goal, but at least he's, <laughs> at least he's trying. At least he's putting the ball in the area. Like I've been complaining about the lack of shots, right? Like passing and, and like searching for that perfect strike. Whenever, hey, Perez just freaking kicked it kick the crap out of that ball and maybe it'll go in. And, uh, you know, one time it did and it was a great goal. Um, I think it gave him a lot of, uh, confidence to keep on, uh, trying that. Keep trying. Yeah. Um, which, you know, I'm not going to fault him for, for trying as often as he did because nobody else was going to do it. Nobody else was, uh, you know, putting the ball on target. So hell fuck it. Why not? Um, and it, you know, it didn't quite work out, but, you know, we've seen in other games, um, you know, we've seen signs from Damas, from Ronaldo Damas, who who well, did not play on, on Saturday. Um, I don't know what's going on there, but uh, he did not see the field. Um, yeah, and I, I just don't know. I don't know what our best lineup is because we, we've had injuries. Charlie Adams is just getting back. Um, and... Uh, if you were watching, uh, Alejandro Quito went down, uh, looked like with a hamstring injury and had right. to be substituted in the first half. 
So um, if you're, you know, league MVP caliber, caliber talent um, is going to be missing more games. Uh, it, it's hard to see the silver lining here. Uh, John, can you, can you uh, find that silver lining for me? Well, again, I think these are the mistakes that have been made, like you mentioned before, seem to be errors, errors in judgment, um, lack of concentration at times, but those are all fixable things. It's not like, I, I never feel in a match that we are thoroughly outclassed on a talent level. But I do feel like we just go on what you said before, we haven't quite found our a really solid combination of 11. Like this is our go-to. Certain games, certain combinations of people seem to do well, and then other games, not so well. Um, but I, I think everything we've seen are all fixable problems. I guess that's the silver lining. I think, you know, if, if we clean up some of those things and uh, maybe a little confidence if we get a couple wins under our belt, maybe things will start pulling together. But we seem to have fits and starts of very positive signs either during a game or even a full game where maybe we've come from behind and we've won. It just doesn't seem to carry over game after game. I mean, we were talking about it pre-show. We are the only team in the Western Conference that doesn't have a win in its last five games. We have three draws, but we don't have a win. Every other team has at least one win in their last five games. And we, uh, if, if we want to stay up there and and make the playoffs, host the playoff, anything, we we have to change that. So that 180, uh, that 180 turn starts uh, Saturday in the... Uh, Hopefully. In the uh, beautiful, exotic uh, Indianapolis, Indiana uh, confines, wherever they play uh, in a cornfield out there. Um, do you know anything about Indian, Indy 11? Uh, Jack Blake plays there. That's I not. I mean, I don't follow too many of the teams in the East very closely. Just you know, they're not our conference. We don't have the home and away series with them. I know. I, I think Indy Eleven is a bit like us. That there's some talent on the team and there's some potential, and then they'll have a couple run of games where everybody says, "Oh, oh, they're back on track," and they're going to be maybe making a push for one of the top spots, and then they lose a couple silly games, you know. And I, I think. This, this will be an interesting matchup. How do we face up against them at their place? Because I think we are, we are in very similar situations in our respective conferences right now. So let me, let me paint this picture for you because um, we don't have the, the third chair right now. So I feel like I've got a little bit of freedom. Um, I'm looking at the table right now. Uh, Loyal sits in sixth position in the West. Uh, we have 23 points. We have three games on the road coming up. Indy on Saturday. Uh, Hartford, that's in Connecticut on... The, I'm sorry, I'm flexing my geography uh, knowledge there. <laughs> I bet y'all didn't know that Hartford was in Connecticut. But yes, it is. That is on uh, July 8th. And then uh, in Colorado on July 14th. Yeah. That is in Colorado Springs, which has a elevation of north of 7,000 feet um, in Colorado Springs. It is a higher elevation than Denver. 
um, which is famously the Mile High City. So uh, they are going to be mile in the mile higher city of Colorado Springs <laughs> uh, at the end of that. So that is three matches. Um, if we don't get points um, at either of those three matches, we risk plummeting. Uh, I mean, we, we won't be last place. Let me just put it that way. We won't be last place in the West, but we could drop as far. If, if the bottom teams, if they do get points and we don't, uh, worst case scenario, we end this run in 11th place. If uh, RGV and New Mexico and OC can string some wins together and we don't, then they could all possibly pass us. Um, I'm just doing the math in my head, um, adding nine to the numbers that are on their point totals. And yeah, that's where we're at right now. We are on the precipice of uh, those cement shoes really dragging us down to the bottom of the standings. Uh, Now, if we uh, win uh, multiple games, of course, then we are in good shape to remain in playoff contention and even climb in the West. But, uh, those are all on the road, um, and you cannot take uh, road games for granted no matter who the opponent is because y- y- we've seen what happens whenever we do that, and we've uh, dropped points on those. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be – I mean, it. it's – for any team and any series of games, it could be a big swing. We could potentially, if we do really well in these next three matches, we could – possibly finish in third by the end of this stretch or we could be down at 11 so it's uh it, it's pretty tight it, i mean there's there's a tight bunch of teams here so depending on the results there's going to be a lot of leapfrogging it's it's a really bad time to, ha- to have these struggles because they have these four games consecutive on the road they're not back in torero uh for more than a month right so we will not 30th, even see this team uh possibly win a game again at our building until july 30th when uh that's a sunday when colorado springs comes to town um they're coming down way up off of that seven thousand feet elevation uh, uh which um, unfortunately the the air pressure doesn't work the, uh, the same in reverse they they do just fine when they come down here So there will be uh, watch parties. Um, so to pivot again um, away from all of this uh, depressing talk about the team's performance, and we can talk about things that are actually fun. Uh, we can all commiserate together. There are watch parties in the offing. John, what? where are we watching this game Saturday? Well, we always have our normal watch parties, Cabrillo's Fair Play and um, Northern Pine. Uh, but the official, I think, loyal one is going to be at Fair Play, along with the official Wave watch party. So it's a bit of a double header at Fair Play this weekend. If you want to go check that out and support both teams, uh, the game times are are staggered. I think just about perfectly. Well, one game should finish and roll right into the next game. Uh, so that'll be going on at Fair Play if you want to go check that out. But certainly if you're in South Bay and you want to hit up Caburros, you can head down there or North County Coastal, head over to Northern Pine. They will always be showing our matches on their screens at their places. 
Yeah, I'm not sure I'm going to be ready for a, a watch party yet. Um, that'll be up in the uh, air. Yeah, I will not. <laughs> I know be, that already. <laughs> uh, I, I'm, I'm out of isolation officially. Uh, I am, according to the CDC, supposed to still be masking uh, when I go places. But um, yeah, I am not uh, testing positive anymore, which is like the important thing to me. <laughs> that's good um i still am <laughs> um so we are out coming out of june um we have no more goal opportunities for pride razor john do we have a, a pride razor update uh i don't have the web page up right now i'm sorry i'm a little uh out of sorts trying to get back in the swing of things here but we I mean, it will be our last game in June. Or actually, I don't know if we're counting this one. No, it's technically I mean, it's July first. Yeah, I guess I guess we are at our amounts. So um, we'll definitely have to do an update on our next show that we have. But also, depending like the Pride Razor normally is a pledge for how many goals are scored and like I pledged $10 per goal. But as Andrew ah. has said repeatedly, you can always up that to a higher amount. So we do have a huge opportunity like. on Saturday, John, I am on the, uh, I'm just, this just in, I am on the pride razor <laughs> uh, page right now. And yes, uh, the July 1st match at Indianapolis is listed as an event on pride razor. So it looks like, it will count. We are not done yet. Uh, we are currently at $166 per goal. Seven goals scored this month. puts the total at $1,162. Um, I think we can do better than that. Um, I think we can score a, a hat full of goals in Indianapolis. Uh, there's been a lot of good corn out there. The boys are going to load up on corn and uh, take the field. And, uh, yeah, just really, uh, multiple hat tricks all around. So, um, we can really increase this. And if they don't, then it is up to all of y'all to make up the and, difference. And again, you can still go on the pride Razor site and you can pledge. And if you have not heard like he's done the last few years, our chairman and AV is going to match whatever we raise initially in the pride raiser amount. And then he's going to match that. And then that will all go towards uh, the charity that we're working for. So again, if you haven't signed up or maybe you want to change your amount or anything else, you, you've got a few more days to go ahead and put that in and we'll try to raise as much money as we can. And then Andrew, as he said, is going to going to match that for us. So so I want to stay on the subject of if you can pride. contribute anything to help make that just a little bit more. Yeah. Okay. Oh, sorry, you you hiccuped there for a second. Um, but I want to stick on pride. The uh, the pride parade is coming up that Saturday, July fifteenth. Um, if you are interested in being in the parade or volunteering, uh, those opportunities are there. Um, check the Discord. Uh, I think all of that information is on Discord. Do you have anything else on that, John? 
Yeah, there's a, a form to fill out if you want to be part of the parade. There's going to be 100 people total. They cap it at 100. So it's the loyal, it's us, it's Chavos, it's Rainbow Oil, it's Fiends, it's everybody. So if you want to be a part of that, make sure you get on Discord. It should be in the announcements. Um, or you can just search even through Discord, but find that form so you can officially sign up and be a part of the parade if you would like to do that. But if not the parade and you still want to help out or that day doesn't work for you, there's tons of volunteer opportunities available. And I think that came out in both an email to members as well as up on Discord. So there's some other volunteer opportunities that you can do to be part of the event or help out, even if that Saturday doesn't work for you. Now, if you are uh, listening live right now or uh, catch us before 9 p.m., um, there is uh, open play on uh, the with the club, the supporter groups, Rocket League team. If you are curious about Rocket League or just want to uh, get in and get some games in, um, the 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 gaming league team is on a bye week, and so they are going to have some open play. Um, all of that information is also in the Discord. There is an announcement. Uh, Jason posted just a little while ago. So if you're not in the Discord, you need to be in the Discord because this is where everything's happening. Yeah, and Joe, uh, play around with everyone. There's We've got a pretty solid team this time around. I think they are, do you know for certain, Andrew? I think they're still undefeated right now. As far as I know, yeah, I know that they've uh, been playing really well and um really running away with things at the moment. I don't think they've played everybody yet, though. No, I don't think they've played everybody yet. All right, so also for some events coming up, one one month from today, right, we play Dortmund at Snapdragon. So if you have not purchased your tickets yet, I, last I heard, it's a pretty big section that we have that is designated just for us. It's more than 600 seats. And we've... Last I heard is we've sold a little more than half of that section. So, which is, I think, might be more than what we have in 109 total seats. For so, sure. Yeah, I, I don't know what 109 seats, but this this is a decent section, and it's reserved exclusively for us uh, with special pricing. So, if you haven't purchased your tickets yet, look at the links that you've been sent in email. Get on Discord and check those out, but get your tickets and join us to make our own Tory Green Wall there in Section 138, I believe it is. Um, but yeah, we want to try to fill up that section as much as we can for for that match against Dortmund. Yeah, that's going to be a lot of fun, um, a, a bright spot in the otherwise um, whatever uh, season that we're enduring right now <laughs> and and we're going to be there's already talk about plans for a big tailgate so there there will be a big tailgate yes, for that this, match yeah uh definitely uh i think that'll make the the game ticket worth it on its own um we've never well kind of in the open cup last year but we've never really had uh, a nice big uh pre-game tailgate uh right done what we can with the barking lot but it, it ain't the same and this is going to be the first time in the four seasons of San Diego Loyal that we really have a proper fucking tailgate. And it's going to be a blast. 
Yeah, and that's there's I know there's some feelers going out of maybe trying to do something with some of the Dortmund fans beforehand or not. So there I know there's some conversations happening. I don't know if we're gonna tailgate near each other or what, but how friendly uh, really, is this friendly? What are we talking about here? I'm... Well, before kickoff friendly. <laughs> <laughs> and and I like the idea the of like getting mad friendly. at the other team's fans, like and it's a friendly match, like um yeah so that's again one month from today so if you at least as we're recording this on a tuesday june 27th so july 27th is the match um but yeah if you haven't got your tickets yet get your tickets and head on out there it's it's gonna be a lot of fun all right well i think that is pretty much everything we had for this week john i know um uh, I, I, we didn't talk about it at the top of the show. Uh, no lounge tonight. Uh, sorry if you were looking forward to the lounge, but uh, John and I both uh, recovering. Yeah, we, from we can't do it. <laughs> COVID and it's not uh, <clears throat> not working for us uh, <laughs> this week. Uh, we will return, uh, of course, with the lounge um, at a future date. So uh, up next, we have the watch party Saturday. Um, hope folks can make it out uh i believe it's going to be the one at, at fair play is going to be a co-watch party with wave they they play right they, i think they play first um or do they play at the same time but yeah so it'll be a big uh it'll be a big uh big local soccer party at at fair play and then um a couple of bum tv kind of updates as andrew said no lounge tonight also next week is our planned summer break because tuesday is fourth of july so we have not planned on having any shows all season for next week so we will not be back for two weeks although bums breakdown will still be having episodes there should be another one coming out this week i know they have and maybe i've missed it because i've been kind of out of it with covid uh, but I know that they've been working or talking about doing a mid-season kind of recap, but maybe that was with the Pittsburgh one. I apologize if if I uh, missed that since I've missed all my podcasts here for a while. Um, but they will still be doing their shows, and they will, as far as I know, they're doing a show next week as well. So we'll still have some shows for you, and maybe if we can get some of the logistics worked out, we might have a kick in it with the the locals uh just no oil locals podcast in a lounge next week and one final thing for me uh i did actually finish that pirate pirates punks and politics that book about um saint Pauli fc so i'm i'm waiting to see andrew do you, do you ever get your book oh, i'm waiting for your copy i'm just gonna borrow yours. <laughs> my copy is all marked up now Good. That means I don't have to do my own homework. Perfect. Yeah, you can get your own cliff notes out of it. <laughs> I, I I enjoyed it. It was very informative. So I'm hoping we get some other people to read it so that uh, we, we can have our discussion sometime later in the summer here about the book. All right. Well, um, so if you have any questions or feedback for the pod, uh, please hit us up. Let us know. John, where can people find you? Uh, best place is on Discord at John Cross. All right. I am also on Discord, Andrew Dyer. Um, you find me on Twitter at Andrew P. Dyer. 
and that's it. So thank you so much, and we'll be back in two weeks, hopefully with uh, six points in the pocket. Hopefully. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.